0: There's so many different little points in it that confuse me. And if it was a past life, how, how was I aware that I was in a dream and how was I missing my family from this lifetime? Hello, welcome back. I would say I've missed you. Oh gosh, this is starting off pretty savage. <laughs> I'd I'd say that I missed you, but honestly, over the past month, six weeks or so, however long it's been, I've had no time to myself and I've just been go, go, go with my boyfriend's family and with moving back up to Whistler. Yep, a little update. We're back in Whistler. If you haven't seen all the bears from my Instagram stories, that might be news to you now. But there's been a lot going on. I've started a new job and I don't know, I probably should have extended this little break for a little bit longer, but I think when there's so much change going on in moving cities and moving jobs and things like that, it's kind of nice for me at the moment to have a constant and at the moment... Psychic-ish is my constant, which is funny, because it used to be, like, the most risky part of my life, and then now it's kind of, like, my little home base. That's a bit cute. (laughs) I'm actually really excited to be here, and the reason is that I actually sat down, like, a week ago and recorded an entire episode about how my boyfriend lost his passport in Vegas while we were away. And that trip that I'd been, you know, like delusionally manifesting a lovely bikini bod for, my bikini bod for, that didn't happen because he lost his passport in Vegas and every kind of step of the way in trying to get him an emergency passport just was kind of like... A snowball effect of a comedy of errors and it didn't arrive in time so we kind of had to make do with staying in the U.S. But I mean it was all for the best in my eyes and honestly I talked about it in that episode and what I thought was going to be a five minute update ended up being a 50 five zero minute episode and I went to edit it and it was just really really clicky I didn't like the audio it was distracting and then I was just like you know what I'm so caught up in the details of the story so I just thought I'd put a little video um on my Instagram at Psychicish Podcast just to update that because it was a pretty big event just in terms of how like I ended up asking my spirit guides um for information about why this was all happening, because I'd been, I'd been like, as I said before, delusionally manifesting, like, losing a bit of my concussion recovery weight that I put on, and then also delusionally manifesting, like, what we were going to do in the Caribbean. Um, and everything kind of fell true. Like, it was bizarre. Like, the day that we went to fly to the US, Like I'd written in my little manifestations that I dropped two dress sizes. And I hadn't all up until the day that we left. And I remember just kind of like looking in the mirror, my jeans were baggy. And I was like, this is very bizarre. It was weird because it just felt like I'd done all this work, not really seen any improvements. And then the second I kind of released it and was like, oh, well, there's nothing I can do about it now. It just popped up. So I'm a bit confused about that. But yeah. So I ended up kind of talking with my spirit guides a bit because I was just like, hey, like you've been giving me advice about this upcoming trip for so long. Like what's going on? Like why are you lying to me kind of thing? Uh, maybe this should be an episode. I don't know. But um, yeah, there was a reason. And at the time, all I heard was you're being protected. You're being protected. And you know what? I'm not going to do that episode sorry I'm not going to do the little video I'll just say right here oh no oh I don't know (laughs) if I talk too much about this then I won't be able to get into what we actually what I actually want to talk about today and that is like this really confusing dream that I had in that similar time period as um last episode when I talked about that previous life because I remember I was living in that same bedroom at the time. So I know it was in that same year. So that's what I want to talk about. But for anyone new here, my name is Lydia. And if you haven't already guessed, I'm a massive bloody scatterbrain. But I use this space to, I use this space, how woo-woo am I? I use the podcast to Talk about my psychic experiences that I had as a kid, and I kind of update you on any developments of my psychic abilities that I've had recently. So I kind of weave back and forth about previous experiences and what's going on now. And (sighs) the reason behind me kind of starting this whole thing in the first place was that I understand things better if i say them out loud so when i'm venting to my boyfriend or something and he gives me solutions i'm just like look i don't actually need your solutions cuz i get them on my own i just need to say the words out loud you don't even have to say anything just sit there and be silent and i'll turn the oh, i'll turn the wheels or the cogs in my head on my own you know i just need that space to talk it out. And that's what I want to do today with this dream. I really need your input. Sorry, I need you because it just, it happened like five years ago and I'm just still to this day very, very confused by it. So I'm going to try something new and that is at the beginning of each episode i'm going to say if i've had any little psychic developments since the last episode and uh, i mean <laughs> i'm lucky that i'd have actually had one this week because i was thinking about it yesterday and i was like oh gosh i'm starting this new segment and i'll just say nothing's happened but something has i was on tiktok <laughs> earlier this week and there's an account that i follow I can't for the life of me remember what her handle is now, but I'm going to save the video and put it in my own feed with her handle and all her credit and everything, just so that you can see what I'm talking about. But basically, she's a psychic medium who focuses on past lives, and we all know past lives have been in the back of my mind for a little bit now. And she was saying in the video that well, she was describing signs that you may have passed away as a child in a previous life. And that hooked me right in. Because if you listened to the last episode, you would have heard that in all my past lives that I'm aware of, I passed away as a child. So I didn't really get the chance to grow up. Um oh my gosh. Sorry. It's just a... Mosquito in here that's biting away at me, sneaky little thing. Where was I? Okay, so she was saying, and I see another mosquito. God, I'm going to. Mm. Sorry, I get like allergic reactions to mosquito bites, so I won't even touch them and they'll balloon up to the size of a golf ball. So I really detest mosquitoes. Um, it's kind of like a mosquito graveyard in here at the moment because it's turning into summer. Oh, I hope you can hear that barking. That's my dog. Anyway, get back on track, Lydia. Okay, so it made me think about not the previous life that I was talking about in the last episode, but another one. And I'm not going to give you the details because this one's my heaviest one. And it's also one that I know the most details of and have gone through and relived that passing multiple times sometimes inadvertently, and other times on purpose. So I was sitting and kind of thinking about some of the points she'd said, things that you might experience in this lifetime that could be an indicator that you passed away young in a previous life. And the one that got me was feeling like a specific birthday is significant, or that you didn't think that you're going to live past a certain age, or you always just felt like you weren't going to get everything done in this lifetime that you wanted to because you had this feeling that you just weren't going to have enough time because you're going to pass away. And I was reflecting, and the, the biggest thing that I can remember about my childhood that has nothing to do with spirits and stuff is how much I was looking forward to my 10th birthday. And I, I remember it so vividly. I don't know why, but I was in our family bathroom and it was the night before my birthday. And I just had this whole thing in my mind. I, I'd worked it up so much about finally being in double digits and being 10 years old. And I don't know, maybe everyone was going to start taking me seriously for once. And I don't know. There was just this big buildup. I feel like every year that I grew up as a child, I was just waiting for my 10th birthday. And then it came and I mean, the downside of it coming was that all the trauma that I've talked about in the past that I said, I'm never going to share on here because I just need to keep some things to myself. You know, that actually happened when I was 10 and more specifically started on my 10th birthday. So I have a bit of a I don't I can't even say a love-hate relationship with my birthday it's kind of a hate relationship just because it brings up traumatic memories for me from my childhood but I remember like asking my sisters a wee while ago if they ever felt like this big desire to turn 10 and they kind of said no or like maybe they couldn't remember so I don't know if this is a universal thing or if kids do really want to turn 10 or if it was an intrinsic thing and I ended up sitting on the couch and just closing my eyes and asking my guides or asking my little counsel that are kind of interchangeable in my mind. Like when I ask a question in my mind, I either receive nods and I know that's my counsel, or I'll hear the answer in another voice that isn't my own, and then I know that's my spirit guides. So I asked them if I passed away in that particular previous life or a particular previous life at nine years old, and they nodded and I got shivers absolutely everywhere. and when I thought earlier about um kind of mentioning this little tidbit, I just got shivers every time I thought about it, and it's kind of all the confirmation I needed because. I just didn't know like I think when I first I think when I first relived that experience I thought maybe I was about 6 years old but honestly I look at kids nowadays and they're like 10 years old I'm like what well, you look like you're 6 so <laughs> maybe just as I get older my understanding of ages and things like that has kind of shifted but yeah that's a little development I had this week I was able to understand my age of passing from another one of those previous lives. So there you go. So I'm going to tell you about this prolific dream that I had that has just stuck in my little brain for five or six years since it happened. Um, I know that I was in the first year of seeing my boyfriend at the time. I know I was living in a specific room in my flat where I had big windows that sort of looked out over the haunted school, not haunted school, haunted art school in front of us. And that helps me pinpoint the year because we changed which room we were living in in the flat every year that we were living there just because the rooms really ranged in how nice or how horrific they were and i actually think this room was my favorite um it was freezing but it had the nicest view you could really see all out over the city and i kind of liked sleeping with my blinds open and just like looking out over wellington city i thought it was really gorgeous and i don't know i was <laughs> i was um i was a bit of a moody like sulky <laughs> girl in my early 20s and still at uni and trying to finish my degree while working at the bank and just I, I had the weight of the world on my shoulders honestly and so I'd just look out of that window and listen to sad music and feel sorry for myself and I mean thinking back now I'm like that's just such a joke because I was so privileged you know to even be able to be at university and be able to have a job at the bank. That doesn't come easily to everyone. So I like that I'm a little bit more aware now. I wish younger Lydia was a little bit more self-aware, but hey, you win some, you lose <laughs> Anyway, I was 20. Was I 20? How old was I? I must have been 24. Hold on, I'm just going to do a, a little math. Moved into that flat when I was 20. And it was my second room in that flat. 20, 21. Far out, I was little. I, it was the year I met Dan. Okay, sorry. I was 21. Bizarre. For some reason in my mind this happened when I was like 26, but... When I was 26, I got my concussion, so it definitely was not 26, but maybe it just feels like it happened like three years ago, you know? So what happened was, I don't know if you've ever had like a pregnancy dream where you go to sleep at night and in the dream you're pregnant and you wake up and you kind of miss that baby in your belly, like you kind of go and touch your stomach and you're like where's this baby and you kind of get a little sad but then life goes on and you kind of forget about it so I'd had a few of those (laughs) like I was kind of having them religiously at this point and because I was in a new relationship I was quite paranoid about it (laughs) I thought that maybe it was like a prophetic thing or maybe I was having premonitions (laughs) when I know that I wasn't but I think I looked up the dream meaning of pregnancy a lot. And I think from memory, it means that, you know, you're about to have this big new idea. Like it means that you're kind of giving birth to something new. And I feel like there's a link to creativity as well. Correct me if I'm wrong in the question box, please. Because we all know I don't really know what I'm talking about. So. (laughs) Makes me wonder why you're still here. Anyway, so I'd had a few of these up my sleeve, like maybe about six. And this other thing happens in my dreams, which I should probably mention, which is I become aware that I'm dreaming. So doesn't matter what the dream is. Like I could be going to the gym in my dream and I'll kind of be halfway through and then I'll look around and I'll be like, hey, this doesn't feel right. Ah, oh, it's because I'm dreaming. And then I don't wake up then. But I'm aware that I'm still dreaming. And sometimes it helps. Sometimes it doesn't. But I'll always kind of have that awareness. And I don't know if that's normal or not. Because I've never really talked to anyone about that. I assume that it is. And so I go to sleep this one night. And I look down. <laughs> I look down. No, I don't. I have start to dream. And in this dream, it turns out that I'm pregnant. I look down at my belly and I rub it a little bit and talk to my baby and all that kind of jazz. And after a little while, I realized that I was dreaming. So I knew that I was pregnant. I knew that it was a dream. And I kind of was just waiting to wake up at this point. And then I don't know what happened because I think about it now and I'm just like, I don't really have many dreams that span over multiple days. Um, But I remember falling asleep in that dream and waking up and still being in the dream. So I think maybe I'd gone to sleep expecting to wake up in like my 21 year old bed, you know, but I woke up in the bed of where I was in that dream. And I wasn't who I was now. Like, I definitely felt like I was the same Lydia. But I think I looked different. Like, it didn't feel like this body. um. But maybe it did. It's been a little while. So I'm not going to focus on that too much. But I... So I woke up from sleep in this dream. And, like, this is new territory. I've never fallen asleep in a dream before. and. I don't know. So I wake up and I'm just like, okay, that's weird. Uh, Surely I'll like snap out of this dream at some point. And then a few weeks go by, a few months go by, I go into labor and I give birth. Every dream that I've had that's a pregnancy dream up until this point and since really, it'll kind of end as I'm giving birth or like going into labor or something like that'll just wake me straight up out of that dream. So that was kind of my last sort of I don't even know how to describe it, maybe my last little bit of hope that I was going to wake up after the labor because I really missed my family I really missed my boyfriend and I missed my life because in this dream whoever the father of the baby was they weren't around and I don't remember having much family around me either or if I did They weren't my family from this lifetime. So here I was in this other dream, actively missing my waking life. So I'm on the hospital bed and I'm giving birth. And the baby comes out and he's a boy. And I'm still in this dream. (laughs) And I can't remember naming him. but. I remember little bits from the dream, Um, I remember him being a toddler, and I remember just watching him grow up, and going through all the things that a kid would go through, and then starting to go into teenagehood, and getting his first girlfriend, and marrying his girlfriend, like, oh god, I just have... I don't know why, but I have shivers this entire time as I'm describing this, but I don't know why because I'm not claiming that this is anything. I'm just explaining what happened. I'm just saying what happened. So chill, body. <laughs> just stop giving me goozies. And I'd love to say that in this dream, it was like, kind of like, a camera roll in the movies, you know, like you just see snapshot after snapshot, but it wasn't the case. I lived every single day in this dream, watching my son grow up and I didn't have any other children. I never had another partner. Um, but I do remember my son having kids and I remember throwing him a surprise 40th birthday and it was at my house and like I can see the house right now it's wooden and it's white and it had like a a veranda that wrapped around the back of the house that looked over a pretty sizable garden with big trees and there was this table set up under those trees and all this party food and my son was there His wife was there. Their kids were running around. His friends were there. And then I wake up. I'm back in Lydia's body, 21, in Wellington, New Zealand. And I am fucking shocked, to say the least. Because... I was aware in that dream the whole time that I was dreaming. I'd hoped that I was going to snap out of it and get back to my life. But there was a point when my boy, and I'm getting gooses again, there was a point when my boy was about two that I just accepted the fact that I was never going to wake up here again. And I was never going to see my family again. I was never going to see Daniel again. And I grieved that life, I never forgot about it, but I accepted that these new surroundings, my son, that was my family now, and it wasn't like the other one went away, it was always in the back of my mind, but I just never expected to go back, and When I woke up, I was happy to wake up, for sure. But I missed my son. (laughs) Like, you don't even understand. When I have pregnancy dreams, I wake up in the morning and feel my belly, and I'm sad for at least two days. I miss that baby that was in my tummy. Sometimes that could last for like a week. So. Here I was as a little silly, moody, <laughs> alternative 21 year old waking up from at least another like 40 years because that son had turned 40, right? <laughs> and I was a mess. Like, I remember crying and i was so confused. And to this day, I am. I, I don't have any answers. I- kind of like how I did in the dream, have kind of accepted that I'm never going to really know. People have posited theories to me when I've talked about it and I put like a little tiny video of it on TikTok once. I think it was my first ever video to go viral, which is cute. I'm actually, in the next episode, going to talk about, going to talk about, going to share Some of the comments on that video. Because holy shit. Like. I know I'm not the only person that's experienced this. There's like. Let me. Oh I don't have my phone on me. Literally like. Maybe at least 3000 comments with the same. Or similar circumstances. People have said that. I. Jump realities. Which I kind of don't understand. But. People have also said that it's a past life. But here's what gets me. If it was a past life. Why did I live until 21 years. To have this dream. Shift in that dream or whatever. Have this complete. Life. Of. I think it was 60 years. Like I think. In my mind I was 60. While. While. Eight hours passed in this lifetime and then I wake up like what? Like I'm confusing myself. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm confusing myself. It's the first 21 years that get me. So I don't feel like it's a previous life. But (laughs) the other thing that gets me is when I was dreaming, I didn't feel like I'd gone back in time. I didn't feel like I'd gone forward in time. It felt like the same time period, so I don't feel, Oh, it doesn't feel like it was a past life, unless time isn't linear, but then again, how do you explain the first 21 years of my life, that's what stumps me, because sure, I don't really understand much about shifting realities, so please don't ask me about it, I, it actually kind of terrifies me, um, just the thought of it, because I'm like, if you can shift all these different realities, like, and I try and shift my nicest to highest reality, where's the poor Lydia that's in my shittest reality? Like, how's she going? Like, I'm sorry, like, that probably, I don't know, I am probably just sounded very silly just then, but yeah, that's what gets me with that. But I just, there's so many different little points in it that confuse me. And if it was a past life, how. How was I aware that I was in a dream? And how was I missing my family from this lifetime? How? That's not a rhetorical question I'm genuinely asking. Please answer me. I have no idea. But I do. I'm like, do I share this? I don't know. But I do have a little bit more information now that confuses things even more <laughs> I don't, like I don't know it just it confuses oh, it makes it even worse and I don't I think for now that's enough to know and then maybe I'll just sit on it for a few days to see if I feel brave enough to share the next part <laughs> oh dear I'm not ignoring you, I promise. I'm just thinking about the repercussions. <laughs> well, not the repercussions, just, like, there's kind of more info. Like, if I if I just blurted it out right now, I'd need to give some more info that is probably, like, another 30-minute conversation, and I don't have the bandwidth right now. I'm also, like, this is <laughs> it's probably, like, way too much. But I just got back from the gym and the flatmates were out in the village. And my boyfriend and I were meant to go and meet them to go and get dinner. But I realized, like, hey, this is going to be one of those beautiful times where I have no one at home and I can record without feeling like anyone can hear me. And so I decided not to go. But I quickly had a shower because I record on my bed. You know, I record on my bed. I couldn't sit on the bed in my gym clothes so I quickly had a shower and then came back and I'm sitting here but like you know when you kind of have a shower when you're still sweating from the gym and it's embarrassing because I didn't even do much but like after the shower you kind of continue to sweat like it's really gross but I I feel like my body's still kind of cooling down from whatever went on anyway isn't that a nice note to leave this (laughs) on (laughs) I just was so jumbled in the beginning. Like, I definitely scared off any new listeners. And then right now, I just tell you about my sweat. And it's so funny because, like, my mum, if I say anything about, like, going to the bathroom or anything that's just a little bit, I don't know, something that she finds a bit too (laughs) lowbrow, I get told off. Like, she'll text me and be like, Lydia. I love the episode, but I don't think you need to share when you go to the bathroom and she'll just say things like that. And so I'm just predicting, like this is my nice little psychic prediction, that I'm going to wake up to a text in the morning being like, Lydia, you don't need to tell us when you're, when you're sweaty. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I need to have a guest on the podcast soon, I swear, because I'm going loopy talking on my own. So maybe expect that in a wee while. Anyway, absolutely loved having you here. Part of me was hoping that talking about this dream out loud, because I haven't told many people, (coughs) I lie, I haven't told many of my friends about it or my family. But I've told like 3 million people on TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) But I haven't told anyone I know. So I haven't really said it out loud, you know. Um, And I was kind of hoping through this process, like I said at the beginning, that as I aired it, I'd have some more clarity. But if anything, I'm frustrated because I'm nowhere, nowhere, nowhere nearer to an answer than I was eight years ago. Fuck, I'm old. Oh, sorry for swearing, mum. Jesus. Anyway, that's enough from me, honestly. You're sick of me, so I'm gonna go. I'll see you in two weeks. Please jump on the question box tomorrow on my Instagram, at psychicishpodcast, and just share any thoughts that you might have. Any similar experiences... Any similar experiences are welcome as well. And then if you have any spooky little stories that you want to share and be at the beginning of an episode, I'm going to start manifesting that you send them to me as a voice note. Okay. I'm just going to sit here for like five minutes and visualize you taking your phone out, doing a little recording and pressuring, pressuring and pressing send to me. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. Okay. Best of luck getting to sleep tonight. I hope you wake up in the morning. (laughs) I hope you wake up in your body, your name, with your family in the morning. Okay? I'll see you in two weeks. Bye-bye.